This is WMPG 90.9 Southern Maine Community Radio from USM. In the Pocket, a show where BIPOC, Black, Indigenous, people of color, creatives, artists, and culturists come together and talk about their inspirations, share their narrative, and explore culture. You are listening to In the Pocket with your host, Flo Edwards, and our special guest today via Zoom is Maya LaMaya. She is a singer, songwriter, and composer, and pianist. Um, And with her single, Keep On Fighting, all the proceeds are going to the NAACP, so she is officially an activist as well. Um, I will be playing that piece at the end of the show, so please enjoy, Uh, and also uh, feel free to support the NAACP as well as Maya LaMaya if you do purchase uh, that single in your own free spare time. Please, Maya LaMaya, introduce yourself. Of course. So I'm Maya LaMaya. I have an artist based in Boston currently. Um, have dreams to go to LA. Uh, I do genres such as pop, R&B, um, soul and neo soul as well uh i am a piano principal i'm a singer songwriter i write all of my own music as well as write for other people i've had um backgrounds in A&R and music administration and i went to berkeley college of music and i just graduated this past may so i'm very very excited to have a degree in songwriting and music business and um yeah, it's really, really fun Great. Well, to just work on my craft and make music for people. So hopefully um, you guys can check it out. Uh, I currently have a single out called Keep On Fighting, which is um, a response to the Black Lives Matter movement. All the proceeds of the song are going to the uh, NAACP Legal Defense Fund, um, who is an amazing organization that I really um, admire. So. That's where you can find me. Awesome. Thank you so much. So um, you said something about piano. You used a term I didn't. Yes. 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 I've never heard of that. um, You've never heard of piano? Piano principle? Is that? Oh, you mean use that principally. Oh, Oh, okay. Sorry. That's, um, that's just talk from my school. So that just means that, um, I play piano first. It's like my main instrument. Got it. Congratulations, by the way. That is amazing. Yeah. Thank uh, you very much, Jeffrey. Yeah. It's and, really fun to just have an instrument that I can accompany myself on. Like, I don't necessarily need a band in order to have a full sounding song. So it's really nice. Yeah, you play really well, and apparently music is just, like, in your blood. (laughs) Both of your parents are pianists. They are, yes. My father's a a concert pianist. My mother was also a concert pianist. Right now, she's currently a Spanish teacher at Mount Ararat High School in Thompson, but... uh, you know, she. We still have the grand piano, and 
of our living room and she plays it occasionally so it's, it's really nice. Uh, I was taught by both of my parents um, how to play piano and you know even though that they're they're my parents it was definitely difficult to be taught by them like they taught me everything I know. Um, I was uh, kind of branched off from classical music around my middle school uh, year and I started writing my own songs, which was really fun. Sorry, like outside it's everywhere. It's the Boston city. It's pretty noisy out here. Um, but so after I started writing more to contemporary pieces on piano, as well as you know getting more into songwriting and singing, um, I branched off from classical music and uh, decided that I really wanted to go to Berkeley. <laughs> so that was in middle school that I decided to do that. And then all throughout high school was music, musical theater and um, choir. We did a lot of, um, you know, shows and, you know, uh, like talent shows, which I was a part of. And, um, yeah, like my love of music has always been in, in, in my family and, and just a part of like who I am. It's, um, it is the air I breathe, so to speak. <laughs> uh, yeah, you breathe it, you also drink it, and <laughs> it's um, very much in your system. Yeah. And it looks like you might be, um, do you do drawing as well? When I was looking at a lot of your uh, art for your music, um, I didn't know if you had penned those yourself. Yes, so I do have backgrounds in, um, in visual arts. I have done a lot of cover arts myself. Um, this last uh, piece that was done for the single Keep On Fighting was actually um, done by this uh, fantastic artist from Nigeria called Nerd. Uh, N-U-R-D uh, he's very very talented and you can find him on Instagram if you like to check out more of his work thank you on the, the too much in love is that a, a self portrait oh you're checking out my SoundCloud yes <laughs> those are a lot of the pieces that I ended up doing in high school um those, uh, most of those, I think, uh, up on SoundCloud are all self-portraits that I did as a um, group AP project um, for Miss Price's class in high school. That's so funny. That, yeah, those are really old pieces. Um, but oh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't thought of those songs in a while. None of them are out officially. They're just up on SoundCloud. <laughs> Oh, they're really good. Um, yeah, I enjoyed listening to them, and I, I love the poetry that you possess at such a young age. I didn't even think high school. Wow. Yeah, those are the songs I was writing in high school. Oh. So, yeah, those are really old. Um, but I have a lot more content coming up very soon. Uh, there is an amazing track that I've worked on with um, Ed Smith, who is a fantastic producer that I work with closely. Um, we have a song coming out called Subtlety, um, or Subtlety. And then 
I have another single coming out sometime later this fall called Don't Say It Back and um, a live session that I will be doing called Pray For You, which is a response to um, the election. So hopefully you all get to hear that and it'll be really fun. So response to the process of the election, not the election results? It's um, it's mostly a response to, um, it's an open letter to a Trump supporter is what it is. Initiative melted down is what the song is. Yeah. And it's um, I can tell you the opening line is um, I've never met someone so illiterate think Trump's legitimate, so blindly inconsiderate. (laughs) 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 That's the opening line. (laughs) Man. So I see as a, in high school, you, in high school, you were, you weren't really politically minded, at least from the music you put up. Um, Has that been a big change lately? Um, It has. I feel like as an artist, we all have a certain responsibility to reflect the the times, and one of those things is also like social justice and to be, you know, a voice for the voiceless. And um, I especially felt that um, this year, um, considering everything that's been happening, but um, also as you know, I've I've grown up, I've matured, I keep seeing this happening, and it's, it's uh, at, at a certain point, I feel like I've reached a sense of maturity that I'm able to actually articulate all the complex feelings that, that this has on on just me as an individual, like, not all, all, not all ages are able to say the things that are really hard to say and so I think I've reached that point um, in my artistry that I'm able to say exactly what's on what's on my mind and, and how I want to to reflect uh, something that's so important thank you for sharing that yeah of course yeah thank you for asking about it yeah. Definitely um, have always been uh, politically conscious. It's just um, now I feel like I have I have the voice to to do it properly. <laughs> well, for myself, there are things when I was younger, I just really didn't have the words for it. Like I had a feeling about it, but I didn't know exactly what was going on. And it's true about hindsight being twenty twenty. Um, you really see much more clearly when you're looking back. Uh, now that you're in the moment and it seems like you're really looking ahead, um, when you put together your music, are you still, how is COVID affecting how you put together your music with other artists? Well, it's definitely made me realize how little is actually needed to create music because there's so much emphasis on like you know you need if you need to record music you have to go to a studio or if you want to get marketing 
uh, expertise, you have to get signed to a label. None of this is true. And the fact of the reason, is, or the fact of the matter, is, is that in the 21st century, all of these independent artists are creating platforms and creating solutions for people who don't necessarily have the resources to go out and get this big signing deal. So what I've realized is I can just be here in my little apartment in Boston, recording things in my room, sending it to my producers who live down the street, going to through a independent artist platform such as DistroKid, or I'm currently signed to this amazing platform called Hard Drive, which is a subscription-based label that is run by Mickey Shiloh, who's a fantastic songwriter, who's done work for Jenna Jackson, Jason Derulo, all of these big names, and she She's kind of gathered her community and made it available for all independent artists that um, hear about the, hear about hard drive. So it's really been amazing to, you know, go through these, you know, through the internet and like have all of these connections and have all of these things be possible, even when it's not necessarily allowed to go outside. So it's uh, really opened my eyes to what's possible and um, kind of got myself off my butt, so to speak, <laughs> and um, uh, started creating more effectively. So it's, it's been uh, really eye-opening uh, this time of just being very aware of your surroundings and staying at home. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that's awesome what you're doing with Hard Drive. And I saw that you reached like over a thousand streams for your latest single. Is that awesome, right? We're currently at 35K, right? Oh, okay. I was looking 30, way back. 3,500. Yeah, so it's, it's been a really great, um, great response to the single. And I'm, I'm really grateful for all of the, all of that money will be going to such an amazing um, charity. Uh, hopefully it keeps getting traction and we're able to raise a lot of money for the NAACP. So I'm excited for it. Great. Thank you. Um, yeah, I was looking at a, a post and you're really excited about the, the 1000. So I'm glad it's 35,000. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, are you, um, I know you have a Mexican background heritage, correct? Yeah. Um, I'm, from Belize, so a little, little bit more south is totally fine. I bet. Um, but uh, so I saw it. I get it all the time. It's because um, I, I am indigenous Maya, so we do have roots uh, in Mexico, but it's like at the tail end of Mexico in the Yucatan Peninsula is where like we're normally based in. Um, there in Belize, in Honduras, in Guatemala. So um, my family's from Belize. We're um, in um, Orange Walk. And then my mother is from Spain. So I also have grandparents and a lot of family in Spain. Uh, so I am a historical epitome of colonization. It's pretty fun. <laughs> Me as well, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, um, I apologize about uh, the Mayan confusion with with the Mexico background. I apposize no, about that. No, we're also facing Mexico. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> um, have you been able to travel to, well, I mean, 
probably not at this point, but have you traveled to uh, Spain or um, Belize? Oh, good. Um, so I have gone to Spain um, quite quite often um, in my in my youth, especially we used to go every summer. Um, I am fluent in Spanish. Uh, but I haven't gone to Belize yet. It's been um, lifelong dream of mine to go. Hopefully, my dad takes us soon. Uh, but so far, we, I haven't been yet. So, so we're looking forward to it. Um, with uh, the Spanish background and traveling there, has any of that come into your music? Yes. So I do have some songs written in Spanish uh, that I'm currently hoping to release very soon uh there is um the song called um pero no and <laughs> which means um but no <laughs> and uh it's pretty um it's a ballad but secretly kind of sassy which i really like and hopefully i'll be able to um, get that out very soon but yeah, I I don't always write in Spanish, and um, even though like uh, most of the songs that I write are very um, in the style of pop or R&B, uh, neo soul especially, uh, I do I try to find ways to incorporate um, my Spanish roots in there because it is a very big part of my identity. What we try to do, right? Um, are you going to be doing any uh, artwork for, or continuing to cover art, or is that just a high school vibe? Um, I do love being a part of the creative process of making album art. I've done it for so many of my friends as well. Like I have um, album art with my. Close friend Angela Faith, who you can also find um, on all platforms. Her uh, EP and single um, are both uh, have artwork that I've worked on for her. So it's um, it's definitely ha- it won't go away. I don't think because I enjoy it too much. Uh, but I do like having help um, currently because of how digital um, the world is for album art, and I currently. I'm very focused on like visual arts. I need a pen and paper, <laughs> otherwise it's not gonna work. So like I give a lot of references and I give a lot of you know foundational things to create my um, my own my own artwork for um, songs. But uh, I do love collaboration. So that's where nerd from Nigeria comes in. <laughs> right. Right. So you gave him guidance for that, or that was mostly his idea? Um, I did give him uh, my vision. So I actually sketched out the figure that you see in the in the forefront um, for him, and I sent him that. And I was like, if from this, do you think you can add like you know a, a Black Lives Matter protest um, around with or just like. The city of Boston, and we have it kind of like have a glowing feeling. So the kid ran with it, and it was really great. So I really appreciated him doing that for me. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, it was very rich in detail. I've enjoyed staring at it a lot. So think nerd on that and your vision. Yeah, I watched a, a music video that you did, like, and I love COVID music videos. Um, were you inspired by anybody to do that uh, multiple faces of yourself? Yes, um, actually, I, I got that from Jacob Collier, who is another one of the artists that I listen to uh, a lot. He is a British artist, um, very, very well known. Like he's done things with Quincy Jones and just everyone. Uh, but he's was discovered, so to speak, through YouTube doing all of these like insanely complex arrangements with just him being, you know, like stacking tracks, so to speak. And it was just mind blowing to watch for me. And so. That's what I tried. To, I started to do a little bit, and um, yeah, it's, it's just a really fun thing to do, uh, especially if you're a musician and can have uh, and have access to multiple instruments. Yeah, you know, I watched this uh, documentary about background singers, and they talked about when people do like the multi-tracking of themselves, then background singers don't get hired anymore. I feel like during COVID times, background singers are definitely going to be <laughs> left behind. Do you use any background singers ever or plan to? Um, I definitely have, and I definitely plan on doing it um, in the future. I, f I feel like because everything is so do-it-yourself that there is a certain maybe not no one needs as many background singers anymore but i definitely feel like that it's very important to have different voices within a song because like it's it's like a different instrument so to speak because there's different timbres there's different like ranges that you can reach and it's, it's a different sound when you have uh your own background singers um so I definitely am um, pros of hiring background singers. Uh, it's, a, uh, it's just a sound you can't beat with when you're doing it on your own. Great. Even though you do sound amazing on your own. So I like that you are aware of how many instruments that you want to incorporate in creating something that's fresh and a part of your vision. Thank you. I, I try to do that, definitely. I'm very aware of what sounds I I want to hear within a composition and, and in an arrangement of one of my songs. And uh, the, the producers that I'm working with currently, Tucker Bacall and Ed Smith, they're very, um, they just get my visions. I just like kind of hand them the the stems of a song and they run with it and they come up with these amazing things. So I can't wait to, to show everyone the work that we've done together. It's really, really cool. Yeah. I think a lot of people are looking forward to it. So thank you again for sharing that with us. Um, how can people reach you? What's the plug? Oh, yeah. So you can reach me on my website, which is the easiest way, mylamaya.com, or you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, all of those things as Maya Lamaya Music. 
That is M-A-Y-A-L-A-M-A-Y-A music. <laughs> so Great. there you go. Yeah. And on YouTube as well. Wherever. <laughs> <laughs> You're just everywhere. You're on all the platforms. So. I'm everywhere, yeah. <laughs> all the platforms. <laughs> There's a flood of blood in the city There's a cry of why in my heart There's a pain for change in everybody's eyes I don't see how one wouldn't be for the cause I'm talking about a revolution to end this war I'm talking about a real solution to Yeah. 
Sean Bell, Tamir Rice, Renisha McBride, Stefan Clark, Jordan Edwards, Jonathan Farrell, Tatiana Jefferson, Keith Scott, Trayvon Martin, Eric Garner, Dante Parker, Michelle Cousseau. Thank you for listening to In the Pocket with your host, Flo Edwards, and our special guest today, Maya LaMaya. And I hope you enjoyed that single, Keep On Fighting. And once again, all the proceeds from that single will be going to the NAACP. And you are listening to WMPG 90.9 Southern Bay Community Radio.
Thank you.